to the Economy Guy. This is Tom Harvey. I give you information and facts and some of my personal opinions on what's going on in the world economy today. Occasionally I'll go off on a little sidetrack, but I can assure you those sidetracks have important economic impacts on what's happening and what's happening with your money. I want you to have the ability to make great financial decisions and informed financial decisions. That's the purpose of today's and every day's podcast. Is July 19th, Sunday, and this is The Economy Guy, Tom Harvey, coming with an action-packed show. This is going to be a great one today. Besides having the novelty stuff that I enjoy telling you about, sometimes I'm a little cynical about those things. I have a special, I'm going to talk about uh, genetic research, uh, the advancements in scientific uh, medical advancements. Uh, it's going to be a thought-provoking one. And I have a very special, uh, lengthy economic report on what's going on in the globe, homing in on the details of the United States, since the United States is the juggernaut in the world's economy. So that's what's happening today. Now, also, I want to remind you, don't miss this week's Impact Radio with Christine Harvey. She's doing an interview for the first time, and it is uh, one of the best interviews I've heard uh, on, the, on the air. So I, I highly recommend that you listen to that one. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, to talk about the markets, uh, I don't need to talk about the markets. They're just dead boring. I mean, they're, what's going on in the market? It's The markets are going sideways. Even the gold is going sideways, but at a very high point, which has shocked me that gold stays up above uh, $1,800 an ounce. Uh, just, I mean, I don't understand why it didn't come back down and test lows. I do not know why, what's going on there. It, it, that's not traditional. So it's extremely bullish on what's going on, and uh, uh, the future of gold looks very bright and shiny. Isn't it nice to have shiny gold? So that's it for the beginning of this. I'll be coming back, and next I think I'll go straight into the uh, medical research. Let's hit that one first, tell you what's going on. I want to kind of capture your imagination. Let's talk about what's going on in medical genetic research and what we can expect in the future. I mean, there's a lot of promises being made, but I want to talk about some details that are actually happening. I believe this field is happening much faster than anyone around in general understands it's happening. People kind of think, oh, it's going to be a long tomorrow. Maybe 10, 20 years, something might happen. No, that's not true. That's not true. Everything's going to happen in the 20s, the 2020s. By the end of uh, 2029, uh, the world will be upside down regarding this field. So let me just, I have three specific examples to tell you about, which are kind of fascinating. Uh, these are real. Here's a, uh, a study on the use of lymph nodes in humans, where injections, that's the genetic injections, are made into lymph nodes, and inside of those nodes are grown either kidney cells or liver cells. Now, you might say, well, that's kind of weird. The human body doesn't have a kidney or a liver inside lymph nodes. That's true, it doesn't. But if uh, you're a human and you have a bad liver or a bad kidney, or both, uh, this might be a great uh, substitute for you rather than a replacement of those, which is the way it's done today. You might have a, you know, pull out the old and put in a new. 
type thing. Well, you can grow your own. Uh, clearly better to grow your own because it's yours. It's not somebody else's. Uh, fascinating. This is, the research is going on, and it, it is real research right now. Um, here's one that's kind of interesting. This is, has to do with people who want to diet. Uh, there's a company uh, in Massachusetts that's coming up with an idea of having a pill that you take. You just swallow a pill, and when the pill hits your stomach, it expands to 10 times the size of the pill, kind of explodes in your stomach, and satiates your desire to eat. It's a great way to lose uh, weight, and it looks very, very promising. Uh, it will be coming out by the end of this year. I think that'll be a massive hit. Uh, people are looking for the magic pill, right? This could be the one. Kind of interesting of all the diet things we've had in the world. Here's a third one. And this is uh, currently being studied in dogs. There are injections that are going on in dogs, uh, genetic injections. And what that happens is that you have a 10-year-old dog that very quickly, very quickly, starts to act and have all of the uh, outward signs of a one-year-old dog. In other words, it reversed the age of the dog. It didn't stop it from aging. It actually reversed it, turned a 10-year-old dog into a one-year-old dog. Um, that's phenomenal. But that's dogs. That's not us, right? That's not humans. But guess what? In two years, there will be human trials on this particular drug. This is a, uh, I mean, this is startling to think that something like that can come along that could... Uh, affect our aging massively, not only affect it, reverse it, right? Uh, rather scary. Which brings me into my last point. So, let's say that you live 20 or 30 years longer because of some of these things that are coming along this decade. And there's a lot more coming along than I've, than I've talked about, but I just want to whet your appetite. But say that these have you lived 20 or 30 years longer, and incidentally, during those next 20 or 30 years longer that you're going to be living, there are going to be a whole bunch of other things coming on, so you might live a lot longer than an additional 20 or 30 years. So the question for you is, will you have enough money to live an additional 20 or 30 years over however long you expect to live right now? But how is your retirement plan working? Are you planning on making it go to zero or maintaining it? or What's your plan? Well, you may want to reconsider it, the plan if it doesn't work for you because these life extension programs are coming and you may be kind of interested in that. Most people don't want to die. So next coming up, I'm going to give you the, the fun things in the, uh, in the program, what's going on. And lastly, I'll hit the overall program of what's going on in the world's economy and why. And a little prediction on the future. Because it's uh, pretty easy to predict right now. Be seeing you. The news that's going on around the globe. Kind of like the oddball news that we hit. Rest in peace. The Pan Quotidian restaurant. Anybody been there but me? I've uh, been at Pan Quotidians around the world. Uh, my wife and I lived in Brussels when the first Pan Quotidian was opened and we loved it. Uh, we've been to one in New York, been in one in Hong Kong. There are over all over the globe. One in Paris we've been to. The, they're lovely things. Well, it closed on May 27th. It's not very good. Um, other uh, restaurants are having problems, too. I mean, in the future, you might just tick this one off. Uh, the Checkers Drive-In is having financial problems, so they're considering bankruptcy, as is Steak and Shake considering it.
Um, it's estimated that about a million restaurants around the globe will not reopen due to this horrible economic situation that we're in. You see, there's huge, huge pressure on earnings when you don't have customers. That's an understatement, isn't it? For example, Burger King is considering closing 10% of their stores in the UK because there's no nobody there. Well, so much for that. Now, how about elections? The polls have finally made their decision and they have re-elected President Duda, who is a nationalist. Uh, he beat a globalist who was the uh, mayor of Warsaw. Uh, that is a, and I watch it because I watch which party is being elected in. And Poland is staying highly nationalist and will probably start to pass some uh, legislation which will be fly in the eye of the EU. So the EU is pretty unhappy with this election. Oh, well. How about being a little cynical? Let's try this one on for size. I think that the virus is done in New York City. The reason I think it's done? More people are dying from shootings than from the virus in New York City right now. Woohoo! Something to think about. Do you want to travel to New York City? Chinese uh, exports are now up a half a percent, and their imports are up 2.7%. This is all good news, as far as I'm concerned. But the balance of payments with the U.S. got worse, worse, worse. That's not good, because uh, that has to get fixed. So those numbers are year over year, uh, half a percent. So that's all good to see to see actual increase in exports and imports in China. So their, their economy's jumping along, and that helps other than Hertz. Uh, Goldman Sachs has come out and predicted that gold's going to hit $2,000 this year, uh, whereas B of A said it'll be $3,000. Choose your poison. Yeah, these are, uh, incidentally, when a bank makes a prediction, I always look for an ulterior motive, so I tend not to believe banks talking about anything. Um, if you remember the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about there have been some explosions inside of Iran. This is Fascinating and interesting and important. I believe it's uh, internationally important. Well, it's uh, worse than I thought. The In the last three weeks, there have been six sites that were attacked and blown up inside of Iran. This is clearly not an accident. Somebody is attacking Iran. Uh, who and what? Uh, don't know. But this is a... Uh, watch, this, watch this spot. The Iranians are clearly upset, as they should be. Uh, you don't want everything around you blowing up, but it is right now. So who's doing the bad stuff? That There are about 100 million people who are renters in the United States. And of those 100 million people, 20% of them are currently eligible for eviction because they're not paying their rent. And that doesn't mean... 20 million people are going to get evicted out of their apartments or houses uh, because there's going to be a lot of negotiating and partial payments, etc., and plans made up for that. But uh, I believe that number says, we've never seen numbers like that before, incidentally, so these are world-shaking numbers. Uh, it's going to have an impact on the uh, rental market So, because some people are going to be pushed out. Hey, here's a fun story for you. 
Do you have any coins laying around your house? You know, that jar of coins or that sack of, that sock of full of coins. Remember, you know, we all have those crazy coins. We don't know what to do with them. They burn a hole in our pocket, don't they? Well, did you know that some banks now in the United States are paying you to turn in your coins? Why? Well, because businesses are having a heck of a time, because they get from banks and banks are having a heck of a time, getting coins. The virus caused people to not spend their coins. Apparently, they're hoarding them. So the coins are not in circulation. People are having the trouble. So banks, rather than buy them, which is what they do from the Treasury, are uh, offering you, the citizen, a uh, bonus. So if you have $100 worth of coins, take them in the bank, they'll give you $105, some banks, that's a, that's a fact, with that. So shop around. Don't take them and throw them in that little machine at the grocery store that only gives you $90 out of 100 uh, Take them to see what banks are paying. That's kind of fun. I like that one. Uh, here's a good story. I like it. This is New York State. God bless New York State. Well, it, you see, there was a law put into place for the New York State by the governor of the state that said that you cannot sell alcohol in a bar without selling food. This is part of the lockdown instructions and, and rules that are coming out in New York. Well, a very, very clever New Yorker has come up with a, uh, a plate of potato chips, which he charges a dollar for and serves with any drink you want. And it seems to me that Anybody would be willing to pay a dollar for a, a major meal like that and get the drink that they want. So, you see, entrepreneurs are much smarter than lawmakers. They can find ways around those laws really quick. That's it for right now and the fun news. Next, I'll be coming and talking to you about the world's economy and why it is the way it is and where it's going. The economy, and we're going to home in on the United States right now and what's going on. Uh, you see, small businesses are being hit the hardest with this terrible economy we're in. Not the big businesses, the small businesses. Uh, right now, it's estimated, and it's only an estimate, that about 100,000 small businesses in the United States are not going to reopen. Uh, and why? Because customers aren't going there. They, there's a fear of the virus, and so customers aren't showing up for whatever business we're talking about that's closing. In addition, the second uh, closing of, of things, when you know the virus had its rise, the second rise, and certain states started to clamp down and had restrictions again, was kind of the nail in the coffin for a lot of businesses. The entrepreneurs were planning for the reopening. They could do that. But when they were shut down a second time, that was it. They, they can't plan for that. And that uh, took the wind out of their sails. Now, there's a bunch of small businesses that supply products and services to big businesses, right? Yes. But big businesses are cutting back in a big way. So those small businesses are also being hurt. Uh, as an example of what's happening to big businesses, the tax receipts from all corporations in the United States are down. 92% this last quarter, 92%. Now we're talking about some real change there. It wasn't 100% at least. Uh, well, now, unemployment. Let's talk about unemployment numbers. They're always fun to talk about. You see, it's very confusing. There's 
Unemployment is generally handled at the state level. That's where people apply for it. But there's also federal programs like the PUA program that pay people $600 a week to not work and uh, etc. So if you add, start juggling all that and adding them up and everything, and it turns out, if you do the numbers correctly, there's about 32 million people are called continuing unemployed. That's the term that's been given to it. It's a new term because we're in a new environment. And uh, when you look at the percent unemployment figure and then you start making adjustments, and you add in the part-time workers that don't want to be part-time, you have about a 23% unemployment rate. Uh, that's a lot higher than the uh, 11 or 12% that the government is talking about. But that's this, these are these are real numbers. These I, these numbers I do believe. Now that $600 a week uh, uh, PUA program is uh, due to end on July 31st, and if it does end and is not renewed, that will things will get very ugly, very ugly, very quickly. Uh, there's a lot of talk about it being renewed, and if it does, it will probably be renewed through the election, November. Incidentally, 600 bucks a week is $31,000 a year for not doing anything. That's not bad uh, if, you're, if you're into that thing. So, on what's going on on the global economy. We're talking about the entire globe. You see, there's four factors that are driving, major, major factors that are pushing the globe in a certain direction right now and will result in the, a global economy, which will be a very slow recovery, very slow. I think we've been talking about that for a long time. It's not the V-shape that the press may want to talk about. In this uh, slow recovery, we'll end up with low inflation rates, maybe a little deflation followed by low inflation, but not high inflation for a while, and a high unemployment rate will continue. That's what it is. But what are these four factors that are pushing the globe? Well, the entire global economy is contracting. Every place in the globe, the amount of GDP is reducing. It's not getting bigger. There's See, there's no single country that can pick up the slack, which is the normal case in the good old days when one country went down and its GDP had a big problem. Well, the rest of the globe could pick up the slack and, and keep going. Well, that's no longer the case. World trade volumes right now is are contracting. So people are trading less around the globe. And uh, trade barriers are expected in the future, more of them. And, uh, and so you certainly listen to the politicians. You have to believe that. So uh, trade's not going to be the thing that pulls you out of the economy either. The third factor is... We have a lot of debt. All the nations are creating more debt. There's lots of good reasons for that debt, but it's more debt. And that will create a misallocation of future resources. And why? Because you got to pay back the debt. The money goes to pay back the debt, then creating a resource which actually builds the economy. So where does the money, where's the money used? The this added debt actually is negative in the long run. So we're, we're not economically constructive with that debt. And the fourth and last factor is the per capita GDP is going down globally, all globally, down big. And it's going to take a long time to correct that problem. So that's those are the four trends 
if you want to look at future trends that are happening on the globe, and they will result in a, a slow recovery, low inflation, and high unemployment. Uh, you could, uh, you know, fix your thinking about that and see how that environment affects you personally, affects you, your investments, affects your relatives, affects your neighborhood, affects your city and country. It's great talking to you today. I wish you a great week, and I look forward to talking to you a week from now. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. This is Tom Harvey, and I'm an investor and not a financial advisor. So understand that nothing in this podcast should be construed as advice or a solicitation to trade in any market. And I disclaim any responsibility for any negative effect of decisions made by listeners.